0: Welcome back, Impact Secret Podcast family. This is the Impact Secret Podcast show. If you're new to the to this experience, welcome to the family, to my existing family. Thank you for joining. On this podcast show, we discuss entrepreneurship, faith, marketing, of course, you guys already know it, my personal favorite, personal development. I am your humble host, ED, for all you smart and intelligent folks out there, that just simply means it. Now, pull up to the dinner table. I got some stories to tell. The three values that I want you to get out of today's topic, which is entitled, Your Excuses Are Valid. Now what? Your Excuses Are Valid. Now what? See, I got I borrowed that topic or I borrowed that context off of a gentleman named Woosie. V- uh, I'm not going to attempt to say his last name because... I'm going to destroy it. So I'll say it maybe at another time, another date, but because I think there's a lot of opportunity here to learn from this brother, but heard him on the impact um, theory show, and I thought it was a really good interview. So again, your excuses are valid and I kind of remixed it because he said, so what? So I said, now what? Three things you will learn um, out of this that I hope that you will learn out of this, excuse me, is being uncomfortable to change. Motivation spurts and the comparison model again, being uncomfortable to change motivation spurts and the comparison model. Hey, family, if you got any questions or you want to some more topics, you want me to dig deeper in and go longer on or just, hey, you just want to say what up? What up? Hit me at two, five, one, three, two, five, 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 seven, six, again, two, five, one. Let's just get to the show. So again, your excuses are valid. Now, what? You see, I have tremendously, when I heard this, this, I actually heard this this morning. I was normally in my routine. I have a period in which for 15 minutes, I take the time to uh, read a book. Right now I'm reading the book Secret. Now the way that I'm actually reading this book is different than how I've normally done my 15 minute reads because I got to a point where I got sick and tired of being sick and tired and what I mean by that is is that normally when I would have my 15 minutes of reading uh, which you know I started making sure I'm doing consistently is, is that I would read the information and then go on about my day. But I was like, what true value am I getting out of that? So I started taking notes on everything and it's really slowed down how fast I'm getting through a book. But the great thing about it is, is it's given me an opportunity to really digest the information for me a little bit, a little bit better. So, you know, I'll read for 15 minutes. And during that time, if there's information that I think that resonates of where my journey is going or I may say, hey, that may be a good talking point for later. I just jot it down. Now, the eventual goal is at the end of each week, I want to go over those notes and see what, hey, what, you know, what was what was I thinking or what was the thinking process and uh, the information that I learned. So anyway, I go through, I'm, I'm you know, I'm getting ready to do that and. Because I, you know, I'm doing this 30 days for 3 a.m. I started, you know, anytime if I start late, uh, when I mean late, meaning if I don't start my exercise, my workout plan from starting at 3.30 and finish by 4.30, I'm running to catch up. And so I was just like, man, here we go. So uh, I did all my, you know, my affirmations. I read my goals. I read my scripture or uh, where basically the, you know, I read the di- daily purpose. And while I was working out, though, I was listening to the, as I stated to you before, the Impact Theory uh, show. And they were talking about, they had this this guest on, which was uh, uh, Vissu. And you see how quick I'm trying to say it. I'm trying to move fast so you don't pick. Pick up on it. But yeah, this uh, you. So I'm listening to him and I mean, there were so many impactful things he was saying. I felt like I I don't I, today. I can't do this 15 minute reading. And I need to focus on this interview because I feel I know there's something here for me. And that's when I heard your excuses are valid. So so what are you, so what you're going to do with it? Cause he was basically saying, and what he said is he said, you know, you can either have the emotion or you can have the progress. You can't have both. And at first I was like, what do you mean by you? How can I have the emotion? So yes, you can have the emotion of saying, you know, uh, I'm a black man. And unfortunately, some of the The how society was constructed is that there were more there more people of power that don't look like me in power in so many words. And you are like, okay he said, that's a valid excuse. And that's, you know, an emotion that you may feel, but. You still got to make progress, so what is the what are the what are you doing to progress or to move forward? And that really made me think back to a time when, oh man, this is home so much. So bear with me cause it's just, it's just, I'm just so excited. So when I went into the the workforce, they told me, they being the job description and uh, managers saying, hey, if you want this opportunity, you need to be able to, you know, you have to have a bachelor's degree. And so, of course, I went to, to get the bachelor's degree. And when I got the bachelor's degree, I was excited. I felt that at this point I did the work and now it's time to go into the workforce and let me get this this job. I'm going to be making six figures plus be a millionaire within three to four years. And reality set in and see the reality that set in for me was that what I learned in college obtaining that bachelor degree, they didn't tell me the other component. See, the other component to that was they were saying you need experience. And and, And then you go into the mind and you're saying, well, Wait a minute. You just told me I need a degree. I need a degree in order to apply for the position, in order to be in that role. You said I need a degree, which I wouldn't obtain. Now you're telling me I need experience. This is not making sense to me. This is not adding up. And and that reason was extremely valid. My excuse was valid for saying, well, if if I needed a degree, then why would I even go to college if I'm saying if I needed experience? Because I, I won't be able to get both at the same time. How am I going to work for you and have the, the, the and get the degree when you're telling me I need the degree in order to work for you? That doesn't. for the, So I, I was blown away and I said, you know, this is that's not what I signed up for. And it was extremely frustrated, family, because at that point then i go into working jobs in which that was not my career path my career path was not to go work for a a company and i didn't want to go work for uh just any old company and when i say any old company i meant i was think i was coming from the concept of the goal was to get into corporate america that's because that's what everyone was saying the corporate america where you can grow you can blossom and you can you know make and and make money and i wanted to make money and when that reality set in that i needed experience i started going to work you know i, I was forced to go work in in retail and when i say i was forced meaning this is when the prog- this is when i had to make the decision on okay so the jobs I'm applying for, they're telling me the same rhetoric. Hey, we like your qualifications. However, we need we're looking for someone that can wait for it. Here it comes. Hit the ground running, which translates to someone that has experience. So I went into retail and when I went into retail, retail for me. Was such a gift and a blessing because it taught me it taught me so much about customer service about sales um, about just emotional intelligence and dealing with people and at that point in time i was able to get a manager's position and then after that i started transitioning and finally i made it i found my way into corporate america and when I got into corporate America, then I was faced with another new problem of, hey, for someone to be in this particular role that you're looking to advance to, we're looking for someone that has a master's degree. So each time, each step along the way of my journey and my career, it was I was getting frustrated. I said, why every time I look up and then this was the kicker that this is what got to me when I would look at a counterpart of mine's that he or she didn't have that degree or that specific education, but. They had the connection and they may have had just a little bit more experience than me, not much. Or it didn't have the experience at all, but had the connection came from a different part of the organization. And because that manager was over there, they brought him or her with them. And I was like. This doesn't make any sense to me, why am I even, you know, doing this? I remember even getting a book saying. I think it was called They Don't Teach Corporate in College. Yeah, they don't teach corporate in college. And I, I remember getting through that and I didn't even read the whole book. I kind of browsed through. I said, this is my life. I don't even need to look anymore because I, this is what I'm dealing with each day and day. And which is true, they don't teach you corporate in life, uh, corporate uh, America in life, because you have to, in and, and corporate America, you learn the different political games, you learn the different... Ways of the importance of building relationships with people within the organization, you learn how to be a person of character and integrity, you learn all of that within corporate America and many more. But going back to my original point of the emotion and progress, like, don't get it twisted, I was angry, like, because it was just like. You know, you you sit back, you're just like, okay. so let me get this straight. First, it was you didn't have a degree, so you can't apply to this job. Then it was, oh, you got the degree. Now you don't have the experience. Now it's you're in this role. You want to get promoted. And in order to be promoted for the position that you're looking for, we need someone with a master's. And now that you get the masters, then it's, well, we need. So each time that I was looking to go up. A requirement of me was, was, was deemed. Or if you're asking for a pay raise, it was required to. Be at a certain position. I remember when I was I asked for a pay raise I was bold enough to do it but here's the here's here's the situation family I want you to understand this when I went to go ask for a pay raise at a previous company I was at I came prepared and I'm going to give you the actual tactics that I use and I hope that you guys plan on using this first step that I did was when I knew when I first found out what the market was paying for what I was doing and I knew I was underpaid, but my goal was to get into the company. So I didn't have a problem with it. But once I found out what the market was and I, you know, I had connections with some of the, some recruiters and they were like, oh yeah, you're getting well underpaid and you're doing what this is. Oh yeah. So first step was to go out and put my resume online and apply for and apply for jobs. And through those conversations, my goal was to find out how much was how much will I actually get paid? See, this is a bonus. I. You know, when I get to feeling good like this, you you guys start getting these additional bonus. This is a bonus. This will help you on your on your job journey. If you're looking for a a role or you want to know how much you're actually worth. So I went out and I started talking to hiring managers and to recruiters and they'll say, well, how much how much are you looking for? And I said, well, well, I would never answer that. I said, well, how much what's the range that the job pays? And they'll say, Oh, well, from you know, let's let's make the math easy. So, if it was you know, uh, um, let's say salary, so let's say you know, 80, 000, 80 to 100,000 the role pays. I said, Okay, well, I want the 100,000, that's what I'm looking for. And they may counter, Well, you know, we could probably only come in about 98, 96. Would, would that work? Sure, if I would only make in 50, but. It, it gave me a, a chance to understand what was out there, to experiment. And I think that's what we have to do with life a lot of times. We have to go in and experiment with life in a way to find out who, what we're worth, what we're value. That's why you see a lot of people, including myself, what made me transition and want to go into entrepreneurship and still work a job because I knew that at any point this job could get rid of me because this is this is a job this is not my work as dr miles Moreau said it my work is this the podcast the the motivational ig stories that i put together the the books i'm i'm you know i'm, I'm putting together like everything that the courses i'm creating like all of this is my work this is if they said you can do anything with your eyes closed this is it this is my thing And because I know it's my thing, it's what I'm honing into my craft on what I'm working on and the job, you know, and I didn't realize that at the time. I thought that the job was my work, but it's not. So what I had to do really for me is once I learned how much I was valued at. I then made sure that I had at least I was at the final round where they wanted to offer. They being the company that I would, the companies I was interviewing with. And if I said, oh, OK, we we both align where we're at. I want to go to the next step. And they made me an offer. I would go back. I would go back to that company that I was currently at and say, hey, these are all the things that I've done to be successful at the organization these are all this is the education and certification that i've done since i've been here now that's key like you have to keep that in mind that what you're illustrating to them number one you don't need them to pay for growing yourself you know it was all cute and nice back in the days when there used to be really true efficient training budgets which i wish they would bring back but those training budgets in which they pay for employees, but they got smart because they said employees are leaving much sooner than a generation before uh, did. Because the generation before may have stayed in a role 10, 15, 20 years, but now people are leaving within, you know, two years, one year, five, under five years at least. So I presented. The certifications or the additional training I went and paid out my own pocket to go and do and the successes that I've had. And I said, this is what I'm asking for. Here's the package. Go sell it to your, your, to your, you know, here's the package to my manager and go. You go sell it to your manager and or however it has to be done. And. If you're unable to do that, I understand. I just want to let you know I do have an offer on the table and because I enjoy working here, I wanted to give you time to match that. Well, how, when do you have to give them an answer? Well, I have have three days to provide an answer, you know, three to four days. So here you go now. If you understand the breakdown of what I just, what the tactics I just showed you family, I really just showed you how to basically find out a lot of different things. See, my excuse was I'm not getting paid enough. So what am I going to do? That was an excuse. Like I know they get more paid than me and I'm handling more of the bulk of the work. I'm more in the forefront. Why am I getting so paid less? Well, the problem was I came in only asking for a certain number because I didn't know what I was valued at. But now that I know what progress, because I remember, as you said, I can't have both. I can't have the emotions and the progress. I can go through the emotions, but now let's go work on the progress. So the progress was one. I went and did my resume, put it out there and applied for jobs to see if, to see who was hiring. And once I was going through those interviews too, I figured out how much for a role of what I was, what I was currently doing. And if maybe if you added a couple additional response, or even if it was matched like for like, how much would you pay for that particular role? Once I found out those numbers, then I went back to my manager and I said again, Hey, This is this is the number I'm looking for. Number one, this is what I've done since I've been here at the organization as far as actual work. And number three, these are the additional things that I've done outside of the organization in order to make myself a better employee to you. See, that is how the whole progression piece starts, because you have to be progressive and meaning. Moving forward, the excuses are truly valid. I am 100% with you. I know it for a fact that it's easy to get caught up in excuses because it's comfortable. And that's what that's the thing about it. You have to to get out of those excuses or is is to find ways you're going to every everything. I like what David Gallagher said. everything that I ever wanted was on the on the opposite on the opposite side of the things I didn't want to do meaning that things I didn't want to do that's where the opportunity was I don't want to get up an hour or 2 hours or 3 hours earlier than I have to to work on my work because I can be using that time to sleep in and get up 30 minutes or an hour before work. And if you work remote, you just get up 30, 40 minutes. It depends how long it takes you to get ready. And then you have those, you have that challenge. And then you also have the challenge of when you have the, the motivation. You know, the dopamine gets the in Like I just heard an amazing interview. Now, what am I going to do with it? Am I gonna just be excited for the, the 30 minutes, the hour or the half a day or day? Or am I going to make it a consistent practice to know that once I get the excuses out the way, move them out the way. And now I start to work on progressing. Okay, this is valid. Yep, this is here. I understand. Okay, now what are some options? And then what we what I I see a tendency of what I've done, and I know you probably it it just is guilty with me. You probably can't raise your hand because you don't want to be embarrassed, but I'll raise it for you. And I'm right along with you because I told you we're in this journey together is the comparison model. Right now I am building out the affiliate marketing uh, courses and um, information, but I want it to be sort of like some of the people that i learned from and what I realized these people have put in decades of they have decades of experience. And because they have these decades. I'm not going to be like them. But what I can do is do what they did is just and get started. And then when I learn something, hey, do anybody want to learn it? Here it is and offer it to everyone. Because when you fall into that comparison model, you create a fear of. I call it a fear of stopping you, you prevent yourself from moving forward because of the fear of it's not like his or it's not like hers. But did you ever think or think about it that you're you're not alike in general? Yeah, you can copy it, but. That's still not going to do anything by copying what they're doing versus modeling it. Put your own twist on it. What did you learn when you were going through that person's course? What did you learn when you were watching that YouTube video or listening to that podcast show that you can take the information and, and put your own twist or your own thought behind it? Because everybody I may tell you something and tell you something, tell somebody else and somebody else. And all three of you guys may get something different out of it, which is amazing. Because you want to raise independent thinkers, not social or group thinkers. Ooh, I like that. So family, get out of the comparison model. It's good to model, but not to feel like you got to be like them. Be your own version, create your own version. And finally, in closing, again, your excuses are valid. Yes, they are. But now what? What are you going to do? What's the progression you're going to take? Let's go through the experience and go through the process of having an excuse and dealing with that emotionally. Once you get out of that process right away, it's time for action. And that's one thing I'm, I'm focusing on now is more action and Taking action right away, learning from it, correcting it, going back and doing it again. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. This was a long one. So this lets you know this is something that has been on my heart for a while. Family, I I know I normally try to keep it between eight and, you know, 12 minutes sometimes. But um, this is something I want you guys to understand and hear and know the power of progressing Still understanding and knowing that the excuses are valid, but you have an opportunity to find ways to progress. Until next time, I'm your humble host, DD. Again, if you like this information, text me at 251 325 5576. Again, 251. 251- Three, two, five, 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 seven, six. I love to hear from you and let you get some feedback on today's show. And I'm out.